Lately, the feeling that I've been having is like it could get ripped away from me at any moment. And then I'm obviously like a little bit older in my career. So it's like, oh my God, like, will this be it for me? If I don't make this World Cup team, do I feel fulfilled in my career? Hi, welcome to Snacks. I'm Christy Mewis. <laughs> that was so good. I'm Sam Mewis. And I'm Lynn Williams, and this is a show about women's soccer, but it's also a show. Oh, oh my gosh. It's also a show about um, sisters, sister girls, sisterly love. All what did things. you say? Christy? I said friendship. Oh, well, this is going to be an exciting episode. So today on the pod, we are going to catch up on Champions League, the whole ACL situation, NWL, the Challenge Cup. Lynn Williams keeps scoring goals, and we have an iconic guest on with us who's here right now from the very top of the episode. She is a Challenge Cup champion, a CONCACAF women's champion, an Olympian, a bronze medalist, a USSF Young Female Athlete of the Year, the record holder at Whitman Hanson High School for the 300-meter and 600-meter dash, three times <laughs> she believes cup winner. She has a sister named Sam and a lover <laughs> named Sam and a lover named Sam. <laughs> It's Christy Mewis. Do you still hold that record? Both of those records? The the track ones? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Where did you get that information, Sam? Jay Snacks got it. Oh my god. He I scoured must the World Wide Web. I must then. I it's so funny because like I I mean, I probably would never win the 50, but in indoor track you would run the 300 and the 50 was immediately after it. So you'd walk over to the 50, like, dying. <laughs> and I would come in last on the 50, literally last, because the 300 is so hard. Look at you now, thriving. Thriving. Can you imagine how upset all the track people are that, like, you came to one indoor winter track meet and you are holding two records still 15 years later? I, like, still, I don't believe it, though, honestly. Like, there's no way. There's no way. Well, according to the record books, there is a way. It's it's all heart, honestly. The three hundred and the four. What do I have? The three hundred and the four hundred and the six hundred. Oh, those are like heart races. Like it's not about it's not about talent. It's about heart. Lynn, yeah, do you say agree that, with that to say that to all the Olympians who <laughs> run really really fast? <laughs> I I do agree though. I know what you're saying. It's like you have to be fast, but you also have to be able to like push through. I honestly. We did really good but with the 4 by 4 too, and it was like there was this one race and this team was literally a full lap in front of our team. Like something happened with the baton or whatever. We like lost the baton. This girl was a full lap in front of me. I somehow like caught her on the two laps. Everyone was screaming. Everyone was like so excited, so excited for me. I was like running, like, like literally like flailing around. I was like, I have to catch this girl. I crossed the finish line and beat her, but then I get disqualified because I threw the baton because I was so tired. I chucked the baton out of exhaustion, and we got disqualified. That's so bullshit. after all that, I know, after we all that. We should appeal. Did you? So you crossed the line and then threw the baton and got disqualified? Yes. Who, who was the ref? Who's making that rule? I don't, I don't know, Lynn, honestly. I have no idea. It was, it was ridiculous. I, I mean, I didn't really care that much, but. Okay, well, we're going to move on then. We're going to do a quiz a little bit for yeah. me, I guess. Actually, kind of for uh, all of us. Uh, but yeah. Lynn, who's a better driver, me or Christy? That's a little hard because I 
Oh, actually, I've been in the car with Christy. Christy. <laughs> okay. I think I that was going to justify I was everything. That. Wait, Lynn, I, you have to. Can I laugh every time you tell the story. Can you tell the story about when you guys were in Kansas City and like she <laughs> missed the exit? Oh my gosh. Please tell the story. I laugh every time. So, Sam, Sam is driving us <laughs> to training in Kansas City to a game. A, to a game. And no, no, I thought it was training. You said no, it was training, it was. I think. We were going to Just training. the place we go every day. And every single day we go here. It's the same exit every single day. And so we're driving. Everything's good. Then I go, oh, that's our exit. Sam freaks out and goes, no, it's not. Yeah. Continues to drive. And I'm like, okay. Because she goes, I get off on exit 418 or whatever it is. Continues to drive. And I go, well, that was exit 418. She gets maybe like a mile further down. She goes, that was the exit. I always do this. I never learned. Blah, blah, blah. And then spirals, spirals. And I'm like, it's going to be okay. We'll just get off on the next one. Turn back around. She goes, I always do this. I never learn. I'm not good at driving. I hate directions. And then and it like, like, it ruins like her next hour. Yeah. Oh, and I was like, Sam, into- we get off on that exit every day though. It turns into this moment of like self disappointment <laughs> where I'm like, one i don't know directions but then like my response was also so poor like i go no it's not i get off on exit 418 like i couldn't have been wrong and it's like why can't i just go oh yeah i'm terrible at directions i missed the exit my bad like i had to like like, deny it yeah you have to like flip out at lynn and i i can just picture lynn because like now that i'm like with lynn a lot like she probably was just like okay (laughs) like like i'll give you 30 seconds yeah I 100% knew. I said, okay, keep driving. And I was like, we're going to be now be 30 minutes late because the next exit is four miles up the road. Well, good thing we left 30 minutes early, just in case I missed the exit. Just in case you know yourself. <laughs> um, so yeah, Christy is a better driver. That's totally fair. Um, I think I already know the answer to this one. Who's more chill? Christy. But not by much. Not by much these days, honestly. No, I'm losing like, my chill a bit. You guys are like crazy in different ways, though. Mm. <laughs> like, like you guys will both have outbursts, but Christy will just be like grumpy and then like say something kind of mean and then move on. And Sam, you just like have to have some things in like order. I know. So, so it's like, okay. You guys both need to relax. We're both not chill. You see Sam's brain, too, just, like, collapse. Like, it collapses in her head, and she just goes. Yeah, but then when you guys are, like, together, you feed off each other. Like, Sam, when we went to visit in the Uh, whole sleeping situation, and I was like, can you guys both leave me alone? Like, I'm already Like, Like, neither of us would shut up about it. We were like, (laughs) I think we've already told this story on here, but how I was like, well, Lynn, you can sleep in my bed. I'll sleep on the couch. Christy can sleep on the floor and Pat can sleep upstairs. And everybody was like, that's the worst solution of all the possible solutions. Like, what are you, why would we do that? And like, then we kept being like, your Lynn, bed. like, Lynn, what do you need? Like, do you need a, do you need some, you need, need a blanket? Do you, need, do you need a glass of water? Do you need a glass of water? And Lynn's like, I have one. But she's so calm about it. She's like, I have one. I'm okay. I'm, I'm all set. Met. Thank you guys. And we're like, okay, Lynn. Okay, Lynn, let me good close night. the curtains. Good, let good me night, get Lynn. you this. I was like, you guys, leave me alone. Standing over her. Like, are you asleep yet? 
Like I had already told you a million times, like I'm fine. I'll take the couch. And you're like, do you want the blow up? Like, do you want this one? I feel bad. I want it. And I was like, I'll take the couch. And then do you I need a blanket? We took, it, we took it so far as to like, I think I like texted her and I was like, text me when you guys wake up. <laughs> I know. Lynn, I was like, I didn't text me when you wake up. So I don't wake you up. Like just like psychoticness. Yeah. Like, I'm never coming back. Like just hovering. Kidding. Like we're like helicopter friends, but you're worse. Yeah. We're helicopter friends. Yeah. Um, all right, last quiz question. What kind of problem would you come to talk to me about and what kind of problem would you come to talk to Christy about? Christy would be like a fashion, skincare problem, situation. Yeah. Like, like where did you get this massage? Like, where's your facialist? Your, all these things. And Sam, I would come to you for more like in-depth conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that actually. I was like... You come to me for, like, unrealistic, stupid, ditzy yeah. stuff and <laughs> oh. go to Sam for, like, actual, like, life deep, deep yeah. things. Yeah. Well, me and Sam have tried to have a conversation about deep things in front of you. And you say, guys. Yeah. And we're like, guys, what? can we not do this right now? And you're like, okay. We're moving on. Christy, do you think that, like, we're kind of all sis sisters because we can all kind of, like... Well, actually, I don't know if this is true of you two. Could you and Lynn just get in a fight and then, like, immediately get over it, like, how you and me would? I don't know if we would, like, ever fight, though. Like, I feel like Lynn and I will be, like... We'll, like, we'll get in, like, a heated conversation about soccer or something, but then it's just, like... Then one of us just, like, makes a joke and then we just start laughing. Like, yeah. But... Me and you, like, I could stay mad. Like, I could never, like, stay mad at Lynn. Like, I could just, st I could stay mad at you for months. Because, oh. like, because you're just, like, so annoying. Like, I just want to, like, Argh. Well, that's not what I said in my question at all. <laughs> <laughs> I said I thought it, I thought being a sister was being able to get in a fight and then just literally be over it immediately. But it doesn't sound like that's the definition. Well, I'm not, like, really mad at you. But, like, even the other day when we got in a fight, I was like, I'm not texting her first. Like, this could this could take months, honestly. And you would have, like, held out. I would have held out, yeah. But then you were, like, nonstop texting me, so I knew you felt bad. Okay. Lynn, any, anything to add? <laughs> I you, This is what I do. Like, you guys get into your sister fight, and I just, like, stare at you. And I'm like, are you guys good? Are you done? I'm trying to make Sam bite right now, and she, like, won't bite. She's just going, oh, she's doing her, okay. Yeah, I'm in professional mode. I'm at work. What was the thing that um, she started saying a little bit where you'd be like, what do you mean? And she would say, I mean what I said. Like, she would <laughs> never explain herself. She just goes, I mean what I said. Me? Yeah, you, like, went through a phase of saying that. Where, like, you would no, say something. Goes, no, like, yeah, you would say something. Sam, well, I'll ask her something. And then she'll respond and I'll be like, what do you mean? And she's like, what I said. And like, won't like elaborate, she won't elaborate or anything. She's just like, what I said. Wow. <laughs> Sam, you do that all the time. Like, do you not realize or that was like maybe one of your like phases? Do you think I'm, do you think I'm cold hearted? No. Well, I don't know. Maybe to Christy. Oh, my gosh. This is a revelation for me. You're not cold hearted. You're just like. You matter of fact, this matter is funny too. Like you texted us in the group or you texted Christy in our group saying like, do you want to be on, <laughs> do you want to be on the whole show or do you want to just do the interview part? And Christy goes, I don't know what you're talking about. And you say, cool. <laughs> Cause I was like, how else am I supposed to explain this? Like I literally gave all the details that I thought were necessary. I'm done texting about it now. 
But yeah, like, but like you didn't explain it very well. I was like, what do you mean? And you were just like, cool. <laughs> and then another okay. thing that like me and me and Rose always talk about about you is that like when you're done talking about something, it's just like over. Like you're just like, I'm not I'm not talking about this anymore. And like <laughs> you get to decide when we're You gotta done. draw the line somewhere. Or you're just like, I'm I'm over this. I'm over this conversation. And it's like we're you don't get to just decide that all the time. This is like a bash on Sam episode. I, I know. I'm over this conversation. <laughs> and can we move on? Thanks, girls. Thanks for the helpful feedback. <laughs> I will log it away in my memories. I mean, it's it's funny. Like, we love that about you. Oh, thank you. Okay, Lynn, soccer stuff. Uh, yeah. Christy, we want to talk a little bit about Champions League. Uh, like Sam's games, the semifinals have been going on. Chelsea lost one to nothing to Barcelona in their first leg. Arsenal and Wolfsburg tied two to two. What What did you watch? What do you think? The Chelsea Barca. I only watched a little bit of the Arsenal Wolfsburg one today. Um, but they were up. Wolfsburg was up two to nothing, right? And then Arsenal came back two to two. But yeah, I mean that's obviously going to come down to the both of them are going to come down to the second game but the Chelsea Barca game I mean both of the teams are just like unreal like watching Barcelona play and just like keep possession is unbelievable but then like the defensive effort and the transition from Chelsea was just like unbelievable too and like I think that if Chelsea gets the first goal on what day is it on Thursday then it's just going to be like a bloodbath honestly it's so good did you guys watch I did. I watched the Chelsea game, yeah. Yeah, Barca are unbeaten in 25 league matches. Oh, yeah. Which is a crazy stat. I feel like they looked great. But I agree that Chelsea looks really dangerous on, like, kind of that transition direct play forward. Yeah. Like, Barca was playing at... They were being risky about it. Like, they were playing a really high line, and there was, like, a couple offside calls where it's, like, if, like, Sam and the forwards were, like, one step back, Mm -hmm. it would have been... Yeah, like really dangerous. It's just going to be interesting now that they're going there to play and there's going to be like 90,000 fans. I know. Because oh I God, think they only, they, their their game was tough because it was like on a Saturday at one and obviously there's a bunch of men's games and stuff too. So like, I think they only sold like 25, 30,000, but 90,000, like that's unbelievable. Yeah, that's really sick. Oh, yeah, I know. I that can't wait really to watch. Cool. Another thing we wanted to talk about, um, obviously, like, Leah Williamson tore ACL, unfortunately. That's, like, terrible. But we wanted to just get into the whole ACL situation in general. There's been so many big-name players that are going to be missing the World Cup or out for a long time um, because of ACLs. And basically wanted to get, like, your opinion, your thoughts on, like, what's the deal? Why why are we – Yeah, what's happening? I feel like in the past two years, so many players have just – done their ACLs like at an alarming rate I know I just I don't really know like the stats behind it or anything like that but like is it just is it now just coming to light how many are happening because like women's soccer is like more talked about and stuff like that or has it just been consistent like has it been happening like are the rates actually going up or do we just think that they are because now it's like all being talked about and it's all like so public and stuff now like that's what i don't really know that's like i feel like that's a good question i think a lot of women's soccer fans were calling for like more research and more information to be done saying things like if men's players were tearing their acls at this rate we would have a lot more like going on to change things and fix things 
um, including like research and implementing preventative measures. I know that Lynn and I like, we're not like scientists and we don't know like about all the studies and everything. And we want to talk about this more and maybe have somebody come on who like is an expert in this field, but it's like a huge loss, especially for the tournament this summer to have so many big name players missing. And I think it's something that like we should continue to talk about and try to like shed light on how we should fix it. I know. I feel like it happened too before the Olympics. Like there were a couple of big name players. And then I think Sam actually told me a stat. It was like nine at like all, out of all the ball and door um nominees nine of them had torn their acls like in a given certain amount of time i forget what the actual stat was but i do wonder how much of it is like overuse and or not overuse um just like overtraining and like so many games and just like the schedule mm-hmm. basically how much is it of that and then how it's just like crazy sometimes to see like the way leah williamson did it it was just like you go into like a motion like that every game, like all game long. And it's just like that one, like just, it was just wrong. And it's so like, even when I think back on mine, it's like what I did, I do that a hundred times a game, but just that one time it was like not the right way. And like my body obviously like gave out on itself, but I do like really believe in um, I feel like so many teams and stuff are implementing like the quick movements and like the nervous system wake up kind of like I feel like in training and before games we're constantly doing stuff to like connect our body to our brains mm-hmm. and I think that that stuff is like so 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 important because yeah you can like think that you have control over your body but like you have to actually connect the two before you actually perform and like start fatiguing So I think that's been like super helpful. But again, I mean, it's not really like helping the rate go down, is it? Mm -hmm. Like it seems like it's still the same, if not going up. Yeah, I think that there has been some research done. There obviously needs to be more. And like Sam said, we want to get somebody on here who can give us like more and more facts and, and speak to that. But I read something that women are four times, four to like seven times more likely to tear their ACLs um, during games. And I'm just reading right now that it says 57 players in the top six leagues have torn their ACLs this year. And that was in 2022. Oh my God. So that's, that's a lot of players. So I, I do think that their rates are going up. Like I don't obviously know the, the actual stats, but from it's like interesting from covid to now why yeah. is there this like it feels like there's such a fine line of like undertraining and overtraining like i mm. feel like the, like the thought is that if you get your like loads right during a game week your muscle injuries will go down and i actually feel like that's true like i think in my experience generally more recently there's like less muscle injuries because i think they've figured out like the loading but I feel like if you're undertrained and you're not prepared for these like deceleration moments or cutting moments, that's likely to lead to another injury. But if you're overtrained and you're exhausted, the same movements are are dangerous again. So it's like it just seems like it's like a tightrope of like the right amount of training. Because like the players that are having ACLs are like big name players. And I feel like that's like international players, international players. So my question is like, what is the situation with international play and league play. And are these players getting enough rest in between? Cause like in our league, the NWSL, 
when the NWSL is on break, we're in a FIFA window. And then we come back and we just jump straight back into play. And Christy, before you came on, um, I was talking to Sam, sister Sam, about your lover, Sam, and how she was playing in Australia and then flew all the way back to London. And then like, what was it? Two days later playing in a game. She obviously scores, does great, but like that, I feel like there's something to be said about that. She's not the only one doing that. And is she just now at a higher or likelihood to, to injure herself? So I don't know. I think there definitely needs to be something done. It's like a epidemic at this point. I know it's really sad. Like it's, it's just so sad because it's just like such a, it happens like so often and it's such a long recovery. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't feel like, I didn't feel like myself until like over a year. I know some people come back way faster But, like, I truly don't believe that I felt better until a full year. And that's so long to be out. Like, obviously, in the grand scheme of your career, like, a year isn't that, like, long. But it's it's things like this that you miss. Like, now, like, so many people are going to miss a World Cup. And that, like, you never know. Like, that could just be, like, their last one, their only one. So, yeah. I know it's 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 terrible and we like wish Leah a healthy recovery um we're thinking of her and everybody who's out with ACLs hopefully we can like get like Lynn said get somebody on here to talk more about it and um hopefully these numbers start to go down soon should we want to talk about challenge cup yeah you guys won Christy Mewis assists Lynn Williams in the 56th minute Game-winning goal. First player to ever be assisted by both of you. I take that stat to heart. <laughs> my favorite stat. It's my favorite stat, too. The only I one that matters to me. I was thinking about it. Like, I was thinking, I was like, why is... Oh, but it's just in the NWSL. Have I ever assisted you with the national team? Sam probably has, but I probably haven't, right? No, no we probably... Idea. Let's call Hype. It just... <laughs> I know. Get him on the podcast. Hype would be like, um, according to my calculations... <laughs> I bet he knows. I literally he bet would he already 100- knows. Yeah. Oh, he would 100% know. He knows everything. And if he doesn't, he, like, immediately finds out for you. I know. I love that guy. That was, like, such a funny assist, though, me and Chrissy were talking about it. Because I was like, I'm going to assist you. And then you just kicked it back to me. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> the other Challenge Cup scorelines, the current beat the Dash 2-0. to zero. Um, OL beat Angel City 2-0. to zero. Pride and Courage tied 1-1. to one. And the Wave beat the Thorns. One to zero, and the Thorns lost their first match of the season. It was Challenge Cup. Just the, I feel like I was telling some of the girls, I feel like the first game was so important for us to win. Like, I just feel like getting getting the first three points in your Challenge Cup group is like so, so, so important because it just like shoots you to the top. Yeah, right, right to the top. Yep. Did you feel like it was different than a league game? Like, did it have a different feel for you? Yeah, a little bit, I guess. I mean, like, both teams kind of had, like, different players in the lineup. Um, And it was midweek, so I feel like, obviously, everyone's, like, a little bit more tired. Like, that's our first, like, midweek game in however many months, right? Like, we haven't been doing that. Like, in preseason and stuff, like, we would only play once a week. So it was obviously a lot. And then a lot of teams had to travel. Like, it it was hectic, of course. But, I mean, we came through. We did what we needed to do. Got to do it again next week. Yeah. Next week's gonna kind of suck. Yeah. Well, we're also we're also just coming right off um, your league game that was Saturday. Uh, we're recording this episode on Sunday. It's gonna come out Thursday, so we're gonna miss a few games tonight. But we can definitely talk about Gotham versus Courage last night. 
Lynn Williams scores again in the 80th minute after a two-hour rain delay. It was Lynn's 60th league goal. The record is held by Sam Kerr at 77. What's up with the rain delays, you guys? Dude, I don't know. I've been talking to people about this, and I'm like, does this happen here? Because we got to talk to the weather people. I mean, like, East Coast is like, I feel like it happened a lot when I was in Houston. Well, yeah, same in North Carolina. Yeah, but I just, I, I never knew that this happened that much on the East Coast. Like, I honestly think it's just like... The springtime, like whatever the hell's going on, like I don't know, but it was wild. Oh my god, I was losing my mind in the locker room, losing my mind. What do you mean? Like she was being so crazy. Tell us what was she doing? She was just like just not. No, she was. She's just been in a mood (laughs) all week. She's been in a mood, like a little crazy, just a little bit crazy. Like just like. I was just like so worked up. It was just like the third game of the week. Like I was tired and I like couldn't believe what was happening. I she just kept going, like, are you serious? Like, are you serious? Are we going to play this game? They're going to make us come back tomorrow. Are you serious? And I was like, yeah, Christy, like the game is going to be played. I don't want it to be rescheduled. I hope we play it tonight. She's like, oh, can we go home? Are you I serious? couldn't I couldn't imagine playing in the morning. Like I could not that even That is like the worst idea ever. ever. That was just like not part of my reality. I was just like that's not happening. Like we have to play tonight if anything. We have to And then they kept coming in and it was like, "Oh, 30 more minutes. 30 more minutes." Like every 10 minutes they'd come, "Oh, 30 more minutes." So then that was winding me up. How it kept just like adding time. You would think that they would have a protocol by now, like if they know that there's going to be lightning for a long time. Like, I feel like they kept being like, we don't know what's going to go on. Like, we don't know if we're going to play. We don't know if we're going to come in the morning. And I'm like, this has happened in the past already. Like, why isn't there a protocol for this? Like, just send me home if if you know you're going to bring me back. Because if I have to stay here until 11 and then you send me home and I have to be back here at 10 a.m. and be pissed. Yeah, it was wild. It was just like, I mean, you completely cooled down and like your game day soreness had already kicked in. So like I was already sore. Like I had game stomach, like my stomach, like I was, you know, you're you're like freezing. Yeah. Like you just like feel like, like you feel hungover. So then I'm like, we're going out on the field. I'm hungover and my (laughs) everything hurts. And now I have to like rewarm up. I was like. Having summer, like, rub biofreeze, like, on my Achilles. Like, I was in so much pain. (laughs) We had, like, nine minutes to warm up. I was like, what? Nine minutes. Yeah. Did they give you guys chicken fingers again? No. We had Uncrustables. Uncrustables. Uncrustables are really, I mean, they're great. They are so good. But, yeah, we had, like, just, like, pretzels and stuff. I was, we were, like, 15 minutes away from, like, needing some hot food, though. It was, like, 10, it was, like, literally 1030 at night. Was it only a two-hour break? It felt forever. I think it was like a little bit over two hours, yeah. Two hours is long. A long time. A long break. Yeah. It's like a whole game could have been played in there. Well, I yeah. know. They were, like, they were like, the Thorns game is, is over. And I was like, yes. oh. <laughs> Odd. Odd. I'm still here. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, well, speaking of the Thorns game, Lynn, do you want to cover this one? <laughs> sure over the news coverage so sinclair scored in the second minute um crystal dummied it and it sinks 60th goal as well she keeps trying to one-up me twins (laughs) um 
but that's amazing. Obviously, she's like a prolific goal scorer and just a legend in the game. And they take the top spot with 10 points. Boo! <laughs> Second place is OL, and then third place is us. It feels, I know, it feels so good, honestly. Like, I've, I've been tracking it all day, and I'm just, like, really happy. <laughs> like, I actually, last year, I, like, would not look at the standings because, like, I knew where we were. And this year, I'm like, I look every like 10 minutes just because it like really fires me up. Yeah, it really fires me up. I'm happy with third right now because like you kind of want to like be chased, but like not really like Portland and OL, like they're in bad spots. Like people are going to play their best <laughs> games against them. Whereas I feel like third, we're in a good spot. Like people are threatened by us, but like not overly threatened. You can tell I've been thinking about it, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um Okay. I mean, I would love to be in first. <laughs> right and now? I think if you can get in first and stay in first forever, why not? But I would like us to score faster is what I would like. Yes. Well, I, Lynn, oh my God, like yes. that's on you, sis. Yeah. Yeah, my bad. I've been trying. <laughs> I've been trying. Yeah. I'll work on that. Uh, OLB, this is a crazy game. The Red Stars, 5-2. to two. Jess Fishlock and Bethany Balser both scored two goals. Uh, Pino comes off the bench to make it five. How about Jess Fishlock's celebrations? I don't know. I don't even know. But the funniest part about the chicken dance thing to me was that Pino like didn't know what Fishlock was doing. And she just immediately starts copying, but like doing it wrong. <laughs> like, oh I need God, everybody I to go, like, go back and watch the video. And you'll see Jess like doing the chicken. And then you'll see Pino on the side just like bouncing around. Oh, my God. I did not see that. They had some crazy energy out there. Bethany Balser was doing crazy celebrations, too. I guess they just had good energy over there. Uh, yeah, they're the only two people to ever have a brace in the same game. So that's a fun fact. And Pino, what a crazy girl to shoot the ball from that angle. I know. She is just wild. I heard her post-game interview, and she said it reminded her of the goal in, from the World Cup against France that she scored from, like, kind of no angle um, on a free kick that just like went straight in the near post. It was like wild and unexpected. And it was kind of like a similar yeah. shot. So it was kind of the deja vu moment for her there. Pino's free kicks and just like her shooting in general is just like so threatening just because it's like her. Like when she's well, yeah. taking it, I'm just like, oh my God, like well, this you're is... like, where on earth is this going to go? Yeah. Yeah. Like her... she's, she could just do the riskiest thing and it's just going to go in. Her technique, like, hitting the ball, it's just, like, so threatening and scary. Like, I, and and just when she's standing up there and does her little, like, pre-kick ritual, I'm just like, I can't, like, be here right now. I want to, like, crawl into a hole like this is going to go in. Like, she, it's just so good. It's and if you're on her like, dislocate her ankle to, like, whip it. <laughs> At, like, her foot is weird. Like, her whole hip, like, comes out and, like, and she just, like, whips in. it. Yeah. It's just beautiful. It, it is. Gorgine. Okay, so um, we are recording this before the two Sunday night games, so we will have to report on those next week, but uh, one of those games is with Kansas City, who have parted ways with their head coach, Matt Potter. Uh, all we really know is that um, the assistant coach will assume interim head coach responsibilities. The girls won their first Challenge Cup game, and hopefully they just continue to rally, and uh, I wish the girls the best of luck. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we are going to ask Christy the really, really hard questions. So we'll be right back. Okay, welcome back to Snacks. We are still joined by Christy Mewis. We can't get rid of her, who, if you didn't know, is actually my sister. Hello. I don't know how they wouldn't know that from the whole beginning part. We're sisters. And me too. 
Can you do an Australian accent, Christy? Hi, I'm Christy Mewis, and you're listening to Snacks. Sam, that was terrible. Okay. What you kind guys of go. an accent was that? The, what, the My favorite one is when they say no. It's like, no. Yeah, like an R is in it. No. N A U R. Oh, I guess you both, you both should do an Australian accent. I can't. It's like so hard. All right. Well, I tried. Sam, can you do a Pat accent? No. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, shut up. <laughs> Babe, why are you driving like this? Babe, how do you babe. not know the way home? We've lived here our whole lives. Just turn wherever you want to turn, babe. I don't care. Babe, I don't know. Babe, what? I don't know. I don't babe, care. Babe, will you get me a glass of water? Why are you making such a big deal out of this? Babe, chill. You're okay. never not doing anything. You guys call each other babe so much. It's crazy. I know. It's so cringe. <laughs> no, it's not. It's actually hilarious because it's just like... Because it's always like an aggressive statement. Yeah, too. it's like, like, babe, what babe. are you doing? When he takes it too far and he he like feels bad, he's like, babe, babe. Yeah, like when you guys are trying to be like endearing, you call each other boo. Come here. He's been summoned. Can you give us a, a snappy response into the microphone? Or a dirty look. Your, lean in. About your lack of driving directional abilities. Uh, lean in. Yes. Well, I mean, Tell you, what happened today. You, she needs directions in like around her house, like in her neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, you're like, yeah, you can go like we're a block away. So you can go a block up and a block over. You can go a block over and a block up. <laughs> like, you, babe, you don't need help. <laughs> Just do whatever. Like, we're close. Okay, thank you. So okay, thank you. Love thank you. you. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> Anyways. And when he feels bad, he's like boop. He sometimes calls you like boo-boos. Yeah, when they when they <laughs> are oh, like boo -boo. when they're like enough. trying to be nice to each other, they go boo. But when they're <laughs> but when they're like aggressive, they're like babe. And I'm like, babe. Oh, okay. Babe, sit down. Okay. Girls. <laughs> Christy, do people come up to you and say, Are you having an okay time? Yeah, sometimes. Actually. Like they'll if I'm like sign like after a game actually the other day I feel like I was signing an, an autograph and what someone was like are you having an okay time? So are yes, they do. Are you upset that we have merch that says that? Do you guys want to get into this? Yeah, I mean, no, I'm not. Yeah, I am upset. I am <laughs> because I feel like well, who you said guys, the line? You guys who get said? all the credit. Who said, are you having an okay time? You don't even Me. remember. You wouldn't even I know. said it. You wouldn't even I remember. I said the line. You wouldn't even have remembered saying it if I hadn't told you because you were sleep talking. Well, I, I mean, I I still said it. And I was there. And I All feel right, like well, I get no credit for it. Do you want to divide the merch royalties by three? I think I should get 50% and you guys split the last 50%. Because okay, I... I Never mind. <laughs> Offer rescinded. But yes, I do love the little tagline. It's very cute. Let's move on because that was crazy. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So we're going to get into more real stuff with you. Last, not last time, but you did a candid interview saying that early in your career, you were like, okay with being average and that you wanted to get back to the national team and like step it up. And you knew you had more in you and more to give. And then you did that. Then you went to the Olympics crushed it um do you feel like 
it was like a mission accomplished or, or how are your feelings now? Obviously that the world cup's coming up and obviously we want to do well with Gotham. Um, or do you still feel like you're like on this up and up or you're like, okay, I just have to be what I am now. Does that make any sense? Um, no, it doesn't make sense, but I know what you're trying to say. <laughs> Great. That's all that matters. Yeah. Um, well, I feel like it was just going to, I feel like when I made it, finally made it back to the national team, I was like, oh my God, like I made it back one camp. Like I accomplished everything I wanted to. Like I, mm-hmm. I did exactly what I said I was going to do. I got back and I went to that like November camp and like scored a goal. And I was like, oh my God, I did it. Like mm-hmm. I'm done. But then I like kept getting called back in and I must've been like doing okay. And then I was like, oh my God, could I maybe go to the Olympics? And then I was like, well, shit, now that's my goal kind of thing. So it's like I was ha- I was so happy to just get called back. But then I was like, no, now I have like now my new goal is the Olympics. And then once I like made that Olympic roster, I was just like, oh, my God, like I'm good. Like I did it. Like I made the I made the Olympic roster. I'm going to like a major tournament with this team like this has always been a dream of mine and then it's not like it's weird because I feel like I was like I've been underestimating myself this whole time but I also just like and I've said this before I think in interviews and stuff like I was almost like scared to admit I said it with you guys actually I think I was like scared to admit that like I really wanted to go to the Olympics or I really wanted to go to the World Cup because I didn't want to fail and then like had that goal and then fail and then like be disappointed and embarrassed but now I just kind of like I think I've just like come to terms with like feeling empowered and it's like yeah now I want to go to the world cup and like I I will do whatever I can and I have been doing whatever I can to make that roster so it's just been like a constant like I haven't been like lying to myself but I also just like don't want to put too much pressure on myself at the same time. But yeah, I mean, it's been like a wild ride. I honestly don't know how people do this for 10 years or however many fucking years. Like, it's literally crazy just because your life just changes. It's so much more intense. Like, I talk to Sam, girlfriend Sam, all the time, and I'm like, how have you been doing this since you're like 15? And she's just like, a, she's just, she, she's her, you know what I mean? Like, she's just like so put together and so like normal and like I'm the crazy one it's just like wild like I don't get how people do this for so long it's just like so intense and like very stressful and I think obviously like I've put a lot of that on myself but it's been crazy and it's been like obviously my dream I've been dreaming about this since I was five years old so again I'm just like admitting it to myself and to everybody else like I want to make this world cup team and I'm just going to do whatever I have to to get there yeah I don't know if this is how you feel, but it's how I feel. I feel like um, there's like two different types of players. Like the people that know they're in, I feel like can have not less stress. I just think it's different stress. Like it's just a different feeling versus myself, who's like more of a bubble, who I'm like, it's not only just the stress and the dream of the World Cup, but you're like, this could be my last opportunity. Or like me, I feel like I've put so much more stress or it's like a bigger it feels like a bigger weight sometimes yeah um yeah but then I think it's important to admit and like you said like be vulnerable and say you know this is what I want this is what I'm gonna go for and hopefully I get to that goal but if I don't then I'm gonna be okay and I think like that's the scary piece it just feels like it could be the late lately the feeling that I've been having is like it could get ripped away from me at any moment mm-hmm. like 
And then I'm obviously like a little bit older in my career. So it's like, oh my God, like, will this be it for me? Like, if Mm -hmm. I don't, if I don't make this World Cup team, like, it's, this is so deep, but like, do I feel fulfilled in my career? And that's like such a scary thought. Oh no, I have those thoughts all the time too. Yeah. I think it's it's natural. Yeah. So I think that that's like, like being a a bubble player. And then like, I've also like never really won anything. I mean, yes, I won the Challenge Cup, but I've never won an NWSL championship. I've never, like, won a college championship. I just feel like being named to this roster, like, I feel like everything that I've done my entire life will have been worth it. (laughs) This is so deep. I hate it. But that's, like, actually how it feels to me. And maybe it doesn't seem that deep to, like, other people. Or maybe it's, like, it's true. Like people who are People who are, like, lock-ins, I think they feel different pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas I feel like this is actually going to like change my life and change how I view my career. And that's like yeah. really hard to stomach every single day waiting for the roster to come. <laughs> no, I completely agree. You know? I also feel like, um, and I went through this with the last World Cup too, if I don't, the public embarrassment that you feel. And I feel like going through that and realizing who cares what everybody else thinks has really like helped me with this time around being like, I'm just going to give it my all. I have to take it game by game, day by day. And hopefully that this happens. But I feel like before I was like, if I don't do this, then my lifelong goal is like not there. My career, the whole like fulfilling part. And then on top of that, I'm failing in front of so many people. And maybe now that I'm older, I'm like, well, yeah, all those things are still true, but like, who cares? Yeah. On the flip side of it, too, it's like both me and you and I'm sure like a lot of other people, I will make sure that I have done everything that I possibly can to make the roster. Like, like I will not have I, right now. I don't have one regret at all. But like up until that roster get na- gets named, I will not have one regret. And I feel like that whether I like make it or not, like that will that is like that is what will determine if like I feel fulfilled or not. And there are obviously so many other important things in life, like other than soccer. But like, I feel like this is just like just a whole lifelong thing, like kind of coming into what's that word? Like fruition, fruition, yeah, permission, fruition, coming, coming into fruition. Then nobody knows what I'm trying to say. How do you actually say it? I've never actually been able to say that word. Fruition, fruition. I think it's fruition. 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 Coming is it coming to fruition? Yeah. Yeah. Like as if it's a as if it's a ripening fruit. Coming mm-hmm. to fruition. Ripening. Yeah. Fruit. But anyways, Ooh. you know what I mean. I agree and I think that also something to remember or at least I tell myself these are things I tell myself to calm myself down is I have a and every single person on the team or who's in the pool um, has a special something about themselves. And if I'm picked, then they just want that special thing. They think it will be part of the team. And if not, then that doesn't mean I'm a bad player. It doesn't mean that I don't have something to give. They just don't see that fitting within the group of people. And so I think that it's like, I'm going to try my hardest. I'm going to have no regrets on the part that I'm doing. But at the end of the day, it's up to one person's subjective opinion. And that's the part where you're like, you can't get overwhelmed or like think, I think if you go like think about it too much, you can go down a rabbit hole. Thank you both so much for sharing all that. That was like amazing. Sam, I'm going to start going to Christy for deep stuff and deep talks now. <laughs> what is this? We hate <laughs> Sam episode. <laughs>
Sam's I'm just joshing. Well, that was awesome, you guys. Thank you so much, seriously, for sharing that. Um, on a lighter note, Christy, Alex told us when we interviewed her that she might need help with her eyebrows at the World Cup. Are you willing to help her? She asked me for help or just help in general? Well, she just said she had just gotten her eyebrows done. They looked great. And she was like, I don't know if I'm away for two months, what I'll do. And we suggested you. I mean, I have, I have a, it's a plan. Like, it's like a, like a, it's like a program. It's literally a program. Like you cannot. An eyebrow program? Yes. Like it is, it is a strict program. Like you can't slack on it. Like you have to do things every single day to make it better. Like it's like a workout program. What does it entail? Well, you have to sign up. She's selling it, everybody. <laughs> She's well, can selling. you help me? Can I be like a trialist? Well, Lynn, you gave me one of the things. Like that stuff that you told me to order on Amazon, like gro- grew my eyebrows so much. What I is know. that called? The um, Rapid brow. Rapid brow. Oh my God. That stuff changed my life. I know. I would use it, but I just don't know if I have the face for really dark, thick eyebrows. Like I just, we've talked about this before, but my yeah, head is just so small and there's like not that much space. Like I don't think I need caterpillars, but I need help. No, I don't think you need caterpillars either. I think you have great eyebrows. You just pencil them in a little bit and just make them like, I love just like the bushy, like not bushy, but like you could just brush them up and like make them look like brush them up. I say that in my sleep. I've well, been told it you're so not many even, times. That's not even brushing them up, Sam. You just slick them sideways. That was a sideways <sighs> slick. That wasn't even up. Try again. Try again. Up like this. Like even like if I'm just walking around my house, you just have to go like just go like that. You're going like have this, you ever done an at side. home lamination? No, but I would love to actually. But is lamination bad for your bad for your I eyebrows? Have no idea. I don't know no anything idea. about lamination. I just like the like the lamination waxes that they have. Mm. I just got the Anastasia Clear Brow Gel because like people have been talking about that one, which that one's nice. But then I also got the Anastasia, the one with the brown in it. You always should go a shade darker than you're comfortable with. So like comfort <laughs> level, you have to just go over the comfort level, like uncomfortable yeah. level. Yeah. I'm going to look crazy. And then you have to tint them. You have to tint them darker. And you have to leave it on for longer than the box says. It's just a, it's a commitment. It's a commitment. Not everybody has it. I'm so sick of people coming to me. How do you do your eyebrows? Can you teach me? It's like, no. I'm sick of it too. Yeah. Like, I don't feel bad for you guys. People just aren't as committed as us. Yeah. I don't feel bad for you guys. Shut up, Sam. People just don't (laughs) care enough about their eyebrows. And and honestly, it's a damn shame. It's a damn shame. Sam, what's your, what is your um, self-care program right now? For your for your face and elephant, hair, I put drunk elephant moisturizer on my face. And what else? What about washing it? Like, what about sunscreen? Washing your face? I put on deodorant every day. You don't put on chapstick. <laughs> I do actually, and I put my derma on my scar. On your head, your forehead scar? No, my knee scar. You well, bit- oh. <laughs> <laughs> You brush your teeth. I brush my teeth. I put my contacts in. Anything else? I do my journaling. At least you're putting on lotion now. Like, that's a step. Also, bat of rewind. What do you mean journaling? What does that have to do with your face and hair? It's self-care. Oh, jeez. I'm taking care of my mentals. Okay. A healthy inside radiates on the outside, Christy. That's why I, that's why I low maintenance have low maintenance beauty. 
You guys, I also just, Lynn and I were talking about this last night. I just want to, Sam, I actually want to get you one of these. I got one of those red light boxes. Mm. Have you seen them, Sam? Uh-huh. And you just hold it. It's a, it's, I got this mall because you can travel with it well. Lynn is probably like, I just heard this 12 hours ago. But you just hold it here. You can like lean it up against something and it's 10 minutes of red slash, what's that other light, the infrared light? So it's, it's red and infrared light. And I swear it's changing me already. I swear by it. And I've used it probably four times. Yeah, I know all about it. I've been using it for years. Red light? Mm-hmm. On your face. Christy, Christy she's joshing you. Christy, how tough is it to be in a relationship with someone who's literally your opponent? I mean, I guess it hasn't really been that hard yet. I mean, who knows what will happen this summer? Yeah. But, yeah, obviously it's, it is weird. But I feel like it doesn't really, like, affect us in any way. Like, she obviously, like, wants me to do so well and she wants what's best for me. And, like, she supports me so much in our, in my career. But, like, yeah, at the end of the day, I think she's, like, just cheering for me. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, she doesn't want, like, like, she's obviously on Australia, so she, like, wants to be the best. Yeah. And... I feel like when I'm watching Australia, I'm the same. Like, I want her to do well. But, like, yeah, I don't, like, want her team to do well. It's, it's like... It's, like, against... Yeah, of course. Yeah, like, against us or something like that. But... Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's not... It hasn't really, like, affected us too much. And I think that what's most important is that we just, like, support each other. And, like, both of our careers are literally so important to us. And I honestly think it kind of helps us, too, in our relationship. Because, like, we just get it. Like, we know... Mm-hmm. We know, like, how it feels and we know how passionate each other are. So I think it's actually a good thing. But, yeah, we'll see how it goes this summer. Okay, we're going to take one more quick break and we'll be right back to play a game. So don't move. Okay, welcome back to Snacks. We are going to play a game called Big Sis, Little Sis. We're going to read some stereotypes about big sisters and little sisters, big and little siblings, and see how they apply to us, Christy. Okay. Are you ready? Do you think that they're going to be true or not true, the stereotypes? Um, true. Do you think they're going to be true? Yeah. Do you think they're going to be true? Not really. Well, have you okay, read them I'll, already? Yeah. I'm I'll, looking I'll at them ask right now. them. Okay. Well, that's I'll not ask fair because you've read them already. Okay. Well, Lynn, why don't you ask us? I'll ask them. <laughs> Sorry. And um, you guys can decide. Okay. So for firstborn, so Christy, this is obviously you. Controlling and the leader. Yes, true. One point to Christy. Sam. This is a point game. <laughs> Sam. Sam, do you think Do I think Christy's controlling? No, like not controlling, like just in the sibling relationship, like growing up and stuff, right? Is that what we're talking? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, then yeah. Definitely growing up, yeah. What do you think you're the more controlling one now? I think you're the more controlling one now. Yeah. Do you care to elaborate? No, I said. All I right. said next okay younger sibling attention seeker i don't think i'm an attention seeker i think i hide away from attention it's weird because like now she's not an attention seeker but when we were growing up she was like she oh, like and... when you'd shove my face in the snow and i'd run inside and tell on you yeah but like you also would just like cry like cry to like have everyone i was a sensitive child I know, but you would just, like, cry to get attention and stuff. And then everyone would be like, oh, you're, like, you're so mean to Sam. Like, look at her. Well, She's you so were. sweet. You were so mean to me. 
I know I was. I will admit that I was mean to you. But you were just so sensitive and that was so like weird. Okay. Firstborn, more independent, assertive, and responsible. Um, I'm not more responsible. So I, I don't think I'm more responsible. I think I can be like harsh and assertive for sure. Yeah, I can be like wishy-washy. And I'll go like, oh, well, if you'd like to sleep on the couch, then I think that we could arrange it or I could sleep on the floor. And it's just like, well, that wasn't assertive or helpful in any way. You literally said, okay, I'll sleep here. Christy will sleep with Pat. You can sleep. And I was like, that doesn't change the fact that I still need to sleep on the couch. I know. I'm aware. So assertive goes to Christy. Responsible goes to Sam. Okay. Self-centered for younger sibling. I I think I will admit I'm a little bit self-centered. I will admit that for yourself as well. Thank you. I appreciate that. It is hard. I work hard to like see things from other people's perspectives. Like I work hard at that, but I'm still always like, well, my way of doing things is just ultimately the most prestigious. <laughs> it's so true. Oh my God. It's so true. Okay. For older sibling um tends to take responsibility for things in order to stand up for others like would you stand up for me to mom and dad no like when we were younger no yeah no No. but like i'd do that now yeah that's true yeah i feel like i would i would take responsibility for you now even though i don't really have to and usually that's (laughs) (laughs) okay for younger sibling more charming oh i am a charmer I can charm people's socks right off. You are a charmer. You're a charmer for sure. But I don't know if I'd call it charmer. You're just like, you're so like warm and welcoming and like. Charming. Char- I guess that is charming, isn't it? You are. You're a charmer for sure. Okay. For younger sibling, more confident and rebellious. I don't know if I'd say more confident or rebellious. <laughs> so no. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I literally hate rebelling. I'm like, the rules are here for a reason. Okay. For firstborn, try to impress their parents. No. Christy, no. no. Me, yes. Suck. I'm a suck up. <laughs> okay. For younger sibling, less concerned about doing things right and more concerned about having fun with their friends. I mean, I love having fun with my friends in the right way. <laughs> <laughs> It's such a loser. That was obviously a joke. A... That was obviously a joke. And it took you guys all a long time to laugh. But oh, it really got it me concerned. Was it a joke? I love having fun with my friends, but I am very concerned with doing things the right way. So both things are true. False. So it wasn't Whatever. a joke then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sam, you keep doing that. <laughs> so one you is actually true. It wasn't a joke. Continue. No, this is wrong. It's not true. I'm saying I am not less concerned about doing things right. I am more the most concerned with doing things right. Oh, okay. All right. Fair. Um, Okay. So for firstborn, the last one, um, more jealous. For firstborn? Mm -hmm. No, I don't think I was like jealous. Was I jealous of you, Sam? No, I don't think you were jealous of me. I I think, does this mean in general or in comparison to each other? I think in general. But I don't think you're a jealous person. No, I don't think you're, I don't think any of us are jealous people. I mean, I was definitely jealous of you like in high school though, but it's because you were like cool and pretty and like good at soccer and everybody liked you. And I was like your nerdy tall sister. <laughs> <laughs> I was just blew my nose. 
Like I was literally towering over everybody and just like hulking around the school, like ducking under door frames. Yeah, but who's laughing now? Tower of Power Man. You're reckless. I mean, I don't know. You were a force to be reckoned with. And then last one for younger siblings, more coddled. It's hard to explain. We don't need to get into it now. (laughs) Or you can. Just explain it, Sam. Like a little bit of therapy. I mean, I think... As a kid, yeah, a hundred percent. Like I was like sensitive, and I like need. I was like friends with our parents. Like I like needed them to be my friend. But I feel like now we kind of all take care of Christy sometimes when she needs stuff. Like together, it's like a family unit. It's also fun. Yeah, Pat is like Pat. Like will not coddle you either. Like no matter how much you want it, like he's just polar opposite, which is just like so funny because sometimes you just like need a coddling i know okay the last thing is what did each of you get in trouble for as kids i like very rarely got in trouble i was very good yeah you were so good and it just made me look bad but like i wasn't bad that bad you weren't that bad but christy would just christy would get in trouble for her tone oh my god it was always don't you my speak tone. to your mother in that tone it was always my tone and my attitude yeah, yeah. But I didn't have a tone and attitude. Like, I just... Yeah, you did. I think it was just, like, the way, like... like I, Yeah, okay. I guess I did have, like, a bad tone, but... Well, we've learned so much in our years. Okay, so that was our episode with Christy. Next week on the podcast for week Why six... Why did you take ha- my spot? You, t- you do that one and I do that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Next week on the podcast, week six, we have Steph McCaffrey. Don't forget to rate and review wherever you get your podcast. And one last thing, Sam, something funny. Christy, one last thing, something funny. About what? happened to you today? Anything. Oh, my, well, my car got towed today. Why didn't we even cover that? We didn't even cover that my car got towed. I know. Well, talk us through it. Well, I've been ignoring a lot of signs that my car might break down over the past couple of months. And it broke down on me today in the middle of the road. So I sat there for 30 minutes waiting for the tow truck while people flipped me off and yelled at me driving by for 30 minutes. I had to drive with the tow man to the mechanic that is for some reason like 35 minutes away from me. And then I had to Uber home. And now I don't have a car. So do you know what's wrong with it? Well, no, because it's a Sunday, so no one is working. So my car is just sitting there, and I have to call tomorrow to see what's going to happen. Are you going to need a ride to practice? Well, yeah, probably. <laughs> Incredible. Happy, I'm happy we sorted that out here. Well, that was our one last thing. Christy, thank you for sharing. Um, everybody, listeners, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you get your podcasts. Snacks is produced by Jay Wolf, Lauren Day, Patrick Cadino, and John Murray. For more great women's sports content, go to JustWomenSports.com and be sure to follow Just Women Sports on all your favorite channels. I'm Sam Mewis. And I'm Lynn Williams. And I'm Christy Mewis. And you've been listening to Snacks. <laughs>